You are now listening to the West Side of THAAfterparty.com. Yo, 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 it's your boy Sneaky from R&R, recognition and respect. Tune in every Monday from 8 to 9 to catch up with me and my adventures and hear from my guests ranging from artists to entrepreneurs and much, much more. Catch us every Monday of the week on the west side of the after party. See you at the party, y'all. What's up, party people? Today's episode is brought to you by Tony Granz. Following his debut EP, Headshot, available everywhere hip-hop is sold or streamed, LA's own Tony Granz is back with his second project, Potholes and Palm Trees. It's only six songs and comes in a little under 21 minutes. This means he gets right to business without a lot of filler and time-wasting. Every rapper should be so astute. It's produced entirely by Helsing Beats, a production team from Indonesia. The album has a unique tone and original vibration to it. If you enjoy hip-hop that doesn't sound like it rolled off the factory, Three lines 10 minutes ago give potholes and palms trees a spin or three we're also brought to you by the night flare company a film music production and booking company whose services include video work with film crew napalm monkey productions and flying chimp studios live sound and recording by jq studio recording and producer frankie valentine sneaky entertainment consulting does marketing and promotional needs and also put up shows with alternative shows la uh, blue line district demise and other promoters Every second and fourth Wednesday, they sponsor the Van Slam Open Mic at Stardust in Downey. So if you're looking for a place to go showcase your art, uh, you know, comedy, acoustic, rap, whatever, go and check them out and get on stage. Uh, We're also brought to you by Awakening Authenticity. A website ran by Sin Arias, a blogger, vlogger for personal development, influencing and teaching people how to get back into alignment with the highest versions of themselves. She's currently working on a personal development book to be able to better help others. For more info, check out her page. That's awakening underscore authenticity. Finally, Midnight Motives, new album out, Visions, everywhere music is sold. Drew Dewdrop Delights, home of the Wake and Bake Bar, a TH-infused breakfast bar, oats, nuts, dried fruit, and chocolate. Great in the morning with coffee or tea, perfect for an on-the-go snack and pick-me-up. Comes in four awesome flavors. (laughs) And finally, last but not least, (laughs) La Clica Podcast. the new network that's going to be hosting Recognition and Respect when I end here at After Party. They've been helping me get my podcast on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Samsung, Google, and like 20 other platforms. So just taking out the message, really using this to try to get all our creatives and artist friends some shine. And, you know, hopefully we can all start uh, building together. So without further ado, I introduce to you <laughs> DJ Ethos. Hey, what's happening? How are you guys doing? You know I also come in four awesome flavors. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here. <laughs> wow. This one just hijacked my show. Anyway, it's my bad. <laughs> it's your last one here. I'm trying to get it in. Oh, Maybe they have an open spot, you know? Yeah, How you doing? Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, Sebastian. Brittany would love to uh, recruit you to have a show. <laughs> they got that going on. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool. of course. They're always do- The guy who just walked out of here, I don't even know him. It's first time I've seen him. <laughs> he's, he's a new show, I swear. Stop. I swear. Just because you're leaving, dude. <laughs> no, I swear, dude. Because usually, like, there's, there's someone else. You sounded else. friendly. There's usually I mean, someone he offered us the food, yeah, you know? Yeah, he did. He yeah, did. it was kind of cool there's like, usually you know? someone else before me and like i knew her 
And then I don't know who this fool is. That's yeah. New show. See, they're always expanding, New bro. Show. So when you're New ready, show. I'm, I'm almost ready. We'll see after this one. All after right. if I don't get kicked out before the three questions. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start off. I start off. Everyone, uh, who are you and what do you do? Be as literal or metaphorical as you want. Wow, that's exactly what you texted me. That's exactly what. You texted me. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> And you know what? <laughs> I didn't even prepare. All right. I love so, it. I love it. So It's jazz, bro. Improvise. Yeah, that's Improvise. what life. It's life in here. Yeah. It's nothing but life. Life. I'm DJ Ethos. All right, sorry. <laughs> I'm DJ Ethos. And you know what I do? I uh, basically rock with many people around town and around the world. As far as uh, different artists, different styles, different genres, you may say, different vibes, uh, starting from a long time ago, you know. How so, many years when you say a long time ago? <sighs> when did you, when did you, let me get, see. when did you, like, it was, when did you, when did you, it was one dark stormy night. When did you beat match and drop your first fucking, <laughs> your first mix and be like, oh. You know what, when I first, the very first, actual first, first, first thing that I really collaborated with, it was, uh. Aside from my homies in high school, like the first thing that I felt like I was going to be a part of something that's going to go off somewhere and professionally make, you know, music and all that. It was uh, this band in my neighborhood where I used to live in the Inland Empire, dude. And they just one day saw me with my turntables basically and said, hey, you should come scratch over our jam beats, you know. And it was kind of like a jam band. They were just way open and jazzy, so it was perfect. I didn't even know how to scratch. I kind of just faked. Right, you know, yeah, like, you're like, I'm I'm like yeah, 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 I'm going to go in today, there. Yeah. You know, and I think just rocking with a band, that helped me a lot to learn about music theory and, and timing and especially the pocket. And what the magical pocket. The pocket. Oh, <laughs> oh you're having fun now, huh? Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, I need one of those in my house for everything that happens. Now nah, you have the ba 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 or yeah, the lasers. Dude, you got all kinds of other Everybody's got the lasers. Not even got the bell, dog. <laughs> true, true. So how old are you? What year was that? What? Oh, man, I'm not going to reveal. I'm a timeless person. You know? Oh, you're a time traveler, yeah, huh? Yes, I'm a time traveler. As you can tell on my thing, it says right there, time traveling, yeah. turntable this. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what's up. So back in the day, so you my vampires. So, what did you say we were gonna veer off of? Oh, oh yeah. I don't so, know. Uh, <laughs> so DJ, you're a DJ. Uh, I've also heard you rap though. <laughs> hey. Do you do MC? You know what? Or you just, I did I, grab the microphone do... for a while, and it was. One I of even those saw a picture of you recently at an event where you like. I think it was lighting a bottle. Well, where you that, had the mic that's more the... like hosting and kind of just like getting the crowd going and hyping up while the DJs are happening, and that's that's a whole other thing that we'll get into later. But as far as like really rocking the mic and MCing and freestyling, that came from just being around the culture. You know, you, you're around it. You're gonna get good at it because your friends are doing it all in front of you. And and I was at that time I was more like. Uh, doing graph and, and b-boying so because I, I couldn't afford turntables yet, right, right. you know so that's one of those crafts that you so you learn you, you've done all four yeah you gotta it. know your elements if you're really hip-hop <laughs> well, I mean oh, if you, if you talk about hip-hop oh, you, know, you just gotta oh. know your elements you know yeah. which are do you know your elements tell me the four elements bro if not I'm walking out of here graffiti oh b-boys yes, b-girls yes, 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 we got this we got this DJing. Yes, yes. 
And the last and one. scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, you saved himself right now, dude. <laughs> Ooh, I was actually Ooh, I was sweating, too. I'm sweating, like, I can't I believe sweating. I said that. I was sweating, bro. <laughs> I was like, did he mean like the love, periodic dude. table? <laughs> yeah, I was like, like oxygen, uh, <laughs> uh, nitrogen, dioxide. <laughs> so no, seriously. So seriously, uh, rocking with everybody that's practicing one or the other. Yeah. You start to you know dab into all that. So, MCing was like a natural thing to just do in the cipher when you're just in the car going towards a place. You know, I used to live in the Inland Empire as well, so. Driving to LA to events, we had right. a lot of a lot of, a lot of time, time. Yeah. a lot of time to freestyle. I feel you. You know what I mean? I Nobody you. was on their phones. It was right. freestyling. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Be, be, Rocking before cell phones. Yeah, because that's like now a we're time where you're ourselves. from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time travel, right? Chisel our arms. <laughs> In stone, yeah. In stone, like Rakim on a freaking on the side on the cliff or something so i've i've heard a couple of people um refer to you as a mentor or teacher i mean you started like showing me some scratch stuff so i'm like calling you sensei now but do you feel like um or is that like something that you do intentionally like you see people and you're like let me take them under my wing and try to show them like as much as i can or like do it for anyone who shows interest you know if you want to learn it's all there it's not a secret just come over and learn it. Or you, nowadays, people got it easy. You could just go on YouTube, you know, and, like, learn stuff by watching. That's the best way to learn, just watching and watching it and mimicking until you develop your own style around it. Right, you know? right, right. So it's easy. People, you know, practice a lot, and you have to go places to go watch these DJs and get down. And, uh, but now, like, if you have somebody close to you that's actually doing something you love, whether it be whatever, cooking or, or uh, whatever it is, you know, just like ask questions and and be about it and that's it that's all i see in people if you really have that fire in your eye then it's like oh okay well you know you're not gonna waste mine or your time so you know come over while i practice it helps me also like yeah, see the more a different you point of view someone, the more you learn yeah, more, yeah you know you just see a different point of view and stuff and like whatever and I, and I think, you know, people that keep secrets to themselves on techniques and stuff like that, they don't really expand. The perfect example is like Qbert, for example, Scratch Pickles, all those cats, Bee Junkies now with their school that they have, you know? They set a platform for you to come learn what took 20, 30 years to learn. You can get the idea of it in a short amount of time to be able to develop your own skills out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, even then, when you would get these uh, videos and from, uh, from Thud Rumble themselves, uh, which is Qbert and all the scratch pickles, all those cats, um, you know, they would go step by step and teach you how to do stuff, and then you would, and they named scratches, so everybody like the could. the laser, the whatever the fuck. The chirp, the yeah. crab, the stab, yeah. the flares, how many clicks, you know, it just gets into that. So if you, everybody has a language, everybody can actually teach each other that language, and, and even, I don't know if you've even seen, like, A-Track, he developed the whole, like, um, writing scratches down. Have I, have, no, I haven't seen that. I mean, I've seen him scratch, but I've never seen the way he notates. Yeah, basically, you could just say a forward scratch. It's a ah, and it's a line forward. And if it's not cut, and the way back, it's like a a. It looks like an a. Like ah. So like sh- sh- like sh- sh- yeah. yeah, exactly. Like sh- sh- yeah. But if you were to put the crossfader in the middle, he cuts it. It would be like just one straight line with a cut. 
you know, and the straight line back. So that means in the middle of that forward back, there's a, there's a, there's a cut with the crossfader. Oh, okay. And then you start adding those lines to each side, either forward, you add two and four and the backwards you add three. So and that's, like, when click, that's, that's click, 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 okay, you know? okay, yeah. yeah. So he just developed a way to write it down. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, it gets all nerded out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, what the that fuck are these cool. talking I about? I just want to scratch, <laughs> dude. I just want to make noise. You know what? This is frack. Check the channel. <laughs> no but for real that's how crazy that world is like it can, it can get that deep right. but it all starts with you just wanting to make noise on a record and you I mean, know? That's, so you started scratching with this band right does that mean mm -hmm. like did you find a mentor eventually or did you kind of just teach are you self-taught um, like when did that no happen? it's down? more about uh you found friends that are on the same wavelength and then you start bouncing ideas off each other and one's always better than the other and then all of a sudden you start mastering another thing and, and you like, like all of a sudden become you start, friendly rivals yeah, type you shit, start yeah. Going, you know you start learning off each other and then you do want to hang out with people that are better than you right of course so you can learn better things or yeah. else you just get stuck i mean in that's why i hang out with you you know <laughs> <laughs> But no, for real, dude. You want to definitely surround yourself with uh, people who are doing great things. You know, I feel that. I just like. So like you've done some pretty great things great yourself. Couches sound good. <laughs> <laughs> you've done some pretty great things in the past and recently, right? So I I, I googled you just real quick. Uh, I just got verified. I didn't know you had a boiler. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> Is that real? You just yeah, like, real. Oh, okay. yeah, blue check mark or what? Yeah, it's awesome. You just, yeah. just went in there. They're like, "Who are you?" I was like, "Um, at those." They're like, "Okay, good. Get out next." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Anyways, so uh, you did a boiler room set back in 2016 in New York. Is that you? Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> what, <laughs> you? what was when that like? Right no, because I used to watch these things yeah. like because oh, I was in the early yeah. like EDM when I yeah, was yeah. like barely starting all the house and like yeah. EDM. Like I didn't, I didn't, I think it's pretty tight that you did that. Like, what was that experience like? Uh, that actually came it's kind about, of a big deal now, you know? Yeah, I know. I, at the time when we got it, I really couldn't believe it. And when I say we, I mean my crew, Subsuelo, that I work with now. That's what that Boiler Room gig came out of. And actually, it was another sub party that we had created out of Subsuelo called Calentura. Mm -hmm. And that Calentura got picked up by Fania, right? And then Fania threw this Boiler Room and said, y'all going to play? You know? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, cool. You know, let's fly to New York City and rock a boiler room. You know, that and was that my first boiler room. And like, <laughs> it was like, word, word. But I, at the time, I really didn't really think much, like, uh, the, the magnitude of it. Right. You're kind of just going through life thinking you're like, in it. like, you're, like you're, you're in it. And you're just, like, start to roll with things. And, and, it just happens, and that's kind of like uh, living the moment instead of kind of thinking like, oh, shit, what am I going to do? You know, oh, man, I got to prepare. It's boiler room. Oh, no, fuck. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we curse? Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. First fuck. Amendment, right? <laughs> fuck it all. Fuck it all. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you don't freak yourself out. So, you just at the time, like... I kind of just went with the flow, and it was, it was of course, my man, Canyon Cody. Go he uh, organized, you know? It was Gosar, me... 
and uh, and uh, Nicodemus rocked. I think also uh, Uproot Andy, and these are like um, godfathers of the whole global style of music that we world do. world music yeah yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. all that dance well we'll talk about that later okay no, we'll say it for later. Let's, let's put that in the tupperware no yeah 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 <laughs> no because i want to talk about yeah, yeah, no, for sure for sure the recent stuff so yeah so boiler room was a fun experience man and imagine just having all these cameras around you while you're while you're doing your thing I don't really remember. You kind of get tunnel vision. Right, right, right. right. Like, okay, you're just like, don't mess you're, up. Don't mess you're, up. You're watching people, making sure they're feeling it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, I was just going with it, dude. It was fun. It was and, fun. And how did that work? Like, all of y'all were there, like, or did you all have your own sets yeah, throughout we the night? Yeah, sets. Or was yeah, it, like, definitely. back to back? No, no, no like, sets throughout the night. And, uh, you know, I was. they made me host last minute. You know, they're like, hey. Uh, can you just say stuff about everybody? <laughs> like introduce people and shit. Like all of a sudden, it was like pretty much host here. Oh, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like yeah. the hosting is this whole other thing. So what's that like, and how does that work out? Like you mean like yeah, you yeah. Like so you're literally like doing bios of the fools DJs. No, no, <laughs> just keeping it going. Like yeah, come on, you know, let's go. Dude, dude, dude. Hype man. Hype man. Hype man. Hype man. Hype man. And but yet hosting, saying things like we like to thank you, welcome you, dude, 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 you know. Yeah, it's goody. Sure. It's goody. Yeah, you know? yeah, so um, so let's talk about Subsuelo and Coachella and lighting a bottle because oh, all this shit has been happening. Like, I feel yeah. like it's it's blowing up right now, right? Mm -hmm. So what is what is world music? What is Subsuelo? Like, how would you how would you describe this? Well, for those who don't know what Subsuelo is, right? Because obviously people, yeah. it's uh, definitely um, it's uh, something that's that's been going on for about eight years now. We're gonna have our eight year anniversary this coming Wednesday. At Eastside Love, come on down. And also, <laughs> but no, on the serious tip, um, it's a party that we started at a house party in Boyle Heights. And that from there went on into a lot of people coming over every weekend, partying in our place. So we decided to say, hey, let's take this awesome vibe to a venue down the street. And that's when we went to Mariachi Plaza, Eastside Love, and we were there for years. And we just decided, like, wow, you know, let's just make this bigger than it can, it can get. And uh, we started with a mashup of Latin music with hip-hop. And then it started extending into Cari Caribbean beats and, and uh, tropical beats. Uh, like and that started going into Afro, Afro which is which like everything comes from Africa. Right, right. Like cumbia, salsa, you know, whatever it was, we just mixed it all up and became this tropical party of of uh, uh, new styles of editing and like making these beats out of these roots music you know so we yeah. would have my favorites to play are basically cumbias with hip-hop that's my thing i like mixing it with that dance hall style too right, right. it's all mashed up together for me a lot of people other and the, and the party dedicate themselves to getting more like Afro House. And right, then right. Canyon, he just tears the party up with some club mashups with like, you know, trappy Celia Cruz. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. And that's just the, the mind funk that you get when you mix up the cultures in Los Angeles. You know? Yeah. We all come from hip hop, we all have that street in us that la yeah that west coast that west coast like, that funk yeah yeah, yeah. you know Jeep funk, yeah, exactly yeah. but yet you at are where we come from you right. know and then to just celebrate that and just be all like 
we're all Latinos, we're all, we're all from wherever part of the world you are, you know? And so how yeah. many years, like, out of the eight years, how deep were you when it started becoming, like, a movement where you were getting invited to, like, go places around the you world know, ever, and it, traveling? We and, were lucky to have good representation since the beginning. Okay. So we were getting good, um, really good uh, outlets and publicity because some of our peoples were working. One of our persons, one of our main guys, was working at a uh, um, at a record label, and then that that was where we would get the connections for the publicity. And there would be like an extra slot somewhere, like at Univision or something, you know, yeah, for yeah, an yeah. interview or something, you know, or or Telemundo, or you know. They need to do an interview for whatever Channel Seven or like or, a filler. They need a filler, yeah, or, or just or just they're looking for something. Like yeah, you know? like so, what's the hot new thing? And we that were they can... we were a popular party at the time, so it was easy to sell and gotcha. be like, well, you know, we got this too, you know. So being able to have that happening at the same time was like be, using your resources in, in an intelligent way, right? And uh, being able to also show and 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 how we can provide this vibe and take it anywhere yeah leverage the leverage the sound and the vibe and like the the what you bring like, right and take everybody it feel welcome too. like anybody you can go anywhere yeah, and it could, works exactly we could we could take this on a stage and, and and present it anywhere and make you feel like you're part of this party this house party so it, it's just a matter of of using your resources and really seeing what you have around you and helping each other out Right. You know, because everything's a team, dude. Nobody just gets up and goes like, I'm going to be famous today. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, yeah, some I mean, people need, do. And no, they, but you need that. You need yeah, that. But you, yeah. you, you get a team to help you do that. Right, the network. You that's know, what it's you, all about, you don't right? just like walk outside and say, yeah, I am it, you know? Yeah, I feel you. You pretty much got to get people to help you, like, yeah. to, to realize that. People need to manage. People need to book. People need to, to train. People need to practice, you know? What is it that you're doing? What, what's your role? Right. You know? And, had the, and was that established right from the jump? Or did that's well, that you got to figure out? Everybody already know. came into the party with their strengths, you know? So, so what, like the organizers, I, the way you were organizing the house parties is kind of how it kind of expanded. Those became like the... Yeah, because the house parties already, for example, were being documented by Farah Sosa. And like her pictures are... <laughs> her pictures are the, the gate of Susuelo. Her pictures are the first thing the world sees before they even when they, they hear about the party. If they've never been, that's if the they've never been, they're like you look it up, you pop up all the pictures, and you're like, whoa, I want to be in that picture. You right. know, I want to be dancing with all these beautiful people. Right, 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 right. You know, having fun. That looks like fun right there. Yeah. Uh, what's that move called? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, like right. you start just imagining yourself in these. Uh, just colors and now, who whatever was the, you So who was the manager, though? Who was the booking agent? How did that work you know, at the house party it's, level? It's like Canyon Cody definitely stepped in and took it upon as a, as a – to take the torch. But yet we also all provide in a way to where people come and hit us up from different angles because we all come from different worlds. Right, 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 right. So that's what works. See, I come from like hip-hop. Hip -hop, right. you know, I come from, from turntablism and hip-hop, right. and, and, and that's my world. So I can – bring in people from this area so then Farrah came from like different type of nightlife and she has uh, all her people that can provide 
you know, and then there was Josh with his uh, festival kind of style, you know. He's got more like that Burning Man, like uh, lightning in a bottle kind yeah, of feel, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, so yeah. there, that comes into it, you know. And Canyon's always been a party rocker, so he knows like how to keep everybody pumped throughout, pumped throughout, throughout the, night. the night when yeah. it's that peak hour, you know. Right. And what I do, aside from just being part and doing my sets, I add the scratches throughout the whole night. I add sounds and scratch along with the guests and and just be part of it as if I was a percussion instrument. Right. You know, and then you do set. bring some percussion as well. Of course. Right? And no, plus we have our percussion. Right, so that's right, what right. gives you the live organic element of subsuelo. You know, when you have all these things happening at the same time, it becomes a, a sonic circus for sure. And was that the, f was this year the first time you've done Coachella as Subsuelo, like having a... As Subsuelo, yeah, definitely. You, but you yourself have DJed Coachella yes, before, I like have. do lab and like, yeah. I had uh, the opportunity to DJ the Sahara 10, which is one of the bigger ones. Yeah, you yeah, know? that's like the, the last one. The EDM, the EDM one. Yeah. Um, two years ago. As with my name, DJ Ethos, I got invited. You know, there's a, a great crew out there of DJs that holds it down for, for Coachella, which is like Gabriel, Juice, Alfalfa, my man Gopi. He's a great organizer that makes, makes all things, these things possible right, for right. people who have skills, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and open up doors, you know? So <clears throat> with all those cats out there making noise and, and holding it down, you get invited and you get and there's a there's a connection already so it's fam you know it feels good yeah 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 so that's why i think i had the opportunity aside from you know working hard of course you know to come up and be like yeah let's rock these shows you know so from that uh right there um also um i got to rock with los racas oh yeah you know? yeah that's yeah. a huge part of also my career man los racas man i can't even front they're they're on some uh they they took me with them on tour many times you know we've opened for a lot of crazy people and it's funny because i'm just barely hearing about them but they've been around for a minute they're, already. Dude, they've been around for 10 years yeah and, and you've you know? been rocking for them for yeah like that, i've been like... rocking with them probably since for about eight of those years okay maybe, like solid yeah dude so like around the same time that subsuelo was like exactly so it made sense you know completely they're panamanian yeah they're world you they're know, doing they're, world they're, they're, they're doing their own world they do their style thing their world you know music, and right, it's, yeah. it's the same as us as far as california you know they they're they're out of oakland via oakland okay you know? so getting down with that you know los racas if you like, get a chance to check them out that's still the west side and shit yeah i like, mean it's, <laughs> it's they got that swag for real you know um no and I, i've been to one of their events where they performed and like they get the crowd lit i drop their tracks in my dj sets because mm -hmm. like they're you know they, uh -huh. they fucking no, have some bangers they do it yeah. right they do it right they've been doing it for a while and, and so they, uh, they took you with them and they yeah man i've had the opportunity to travel all around the country in different parts and out there networking the globe, making you know? connections like uh, definitely you got to stay on that connection tip everywhere you go somewhere you always meet someone who can open up a window. Yeah, a window. <laughs> not even a door. Open not even a door in these days, dude. You know, you gotta open up a window. You know, it's like, come on, hurry up, get in here, dog. You know, they don't they're not letting us into the door no more. Just jump in here already. Um, but yeah, that's basically, uh, you gotta take advantage of, of all those things uh, as far as uh, when you have those opportunities. You just have to be prepared. That's one of my big things. Uh, be prepared, and when the opportunity arises, you're just going to be on it. 
that's uh, how all these, a lot of these gigs have come about, like oh, word of mouth from one to the other. So like the the Coachella one led into the lightning bottle, or was that kind of booked no, all at the same all, time? No, that's already kind of like everything's all fizzled right now. Everything's like like just rising, so it's all we're making vibration right now. So everybody, so, so yeah, everybody's so trying everybody's, to everybody's reaching out everybody's to y'all, trying to get it. Uh, of our party that we have, Subsuelo Sundays, has been really successful the last two years. We're starting our third season. And it's uh, this Sunday, right? Last Sunday. Oh, actually. last that, Sunday. Yesterday. Oh my yesterday gosh! Right. I was trying to dope. make it, and I was like, "Dude, exhausted. no worries, yeah. man. There's gonna be till October. So yeah. any Sunday, no, every I, Sunday at Kanye Rumbar in downtown LA. Every you know? Sunday. Uh, it's a spot to be. Man. No, and then Cody said I had eight parties in eight days for the mm-hmm. eight years. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Yeah, we have eight parties in a row. Yeah, like this week. <laughs> So we're, is there There's one, not even that many days of the week, is yo. There one tonight, is there one tonight <laughs> or what? We have, we have a party. See what we did? We counted Subsuelo Sunday, the first one. Ah, you know? So we're going from Sunday to Sunday. We kind of, you know, we threw that little technical swing there, you know? And, uh, and we are doing tomorrow uh, uh, online, like, live just at the studio. Subsuelo, us hanging out, DJing some stuff for, you know, just the, the World Wide Web. Like some boiler room shit? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But, you know, just more Subsuelo style. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll be chilling. Cool. uh, At our spot, all comfortable, eating potato balls like the Cubans. Okay. (laughs) And, yeah. I was lighting the bottle. Yes. It was great. It was awesome. (laughs) Well, it's like. Mind expanding. (laughs) Do you have, like, a highlight? I feel like there's so much shit going on right now. It's probably hard to have a favorite moment, but can you say, like, in the last like six oh, months has man. been the highlight of the journey, right? Like, what was the highlight? Yeah, or just oh, like, dude. or like each one. Like, what was the highlight of lighting the bottle for you? Like, dude, it's just uh, I don't know. Honestly, let me let me tell you, there was uh, there was times where everything was surreal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That means so. it didn't feel real. <laughs> It was, it was yeah, yeah, on yeah. one. Because right. we had, my favorite part, honestly, it was this one shack that we had. It wasn't even, everything was incredibly amazing. Don't get me wrong. But th- we had this one shack every night that was next to the lake. And uh, it was put together by one of the cats from Late Night Laggers. Okay. And that's a, a, a party crew that we rock with. They're fam. So we go hand in hand. We bounce shows off each other. We I help each other out. They're, they rock with us. We rock with them. And they... Um, Put together the man uh, Ward, that's his name. He um, put together this installation with some other heads from Lightning in the Bottle, and um, it looked like a beach shack uh, in some Colombian, you know, like thatched like, roof like, and just, like it, wood. Dude, everything like... was all messed up. Yeah, like all <laughs> <laughs> like holes through the wall. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, could yeah. see through it. Like, and uh, it was like a dance hall basically by the beach. You know. So we had mad tropical music going through there. So for all the people at Lightning in the Bottle, they're not very familiar with Latin music. Right. It was one of the first years that they really had this influence of this culture. presence, yeah. Exactly. You know, that it's not just people working there, you know? Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm going to be real, you know? Yeah, yeah, no. There's, 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 uh, there's people that, that, you know, showing, we're, we're bringing that culture, we bring in a mix of, of different, different angles, through, through music, you know? So yeah. the shack was like our little, 
a little getaway so you can see all the Latinos or all everybody coming through. Dude. Like that was all the spot. Race. It, yeah, that was the spot. It dude. felt like that was subsuelo right there. Yeah, like it that. felt like we brought like a little subsuelo, you know, and that's that vibe. And that's the point. That's why they're booking you the to point. do these shits, right? Yeah. yeah, so we had it going on with them as well. And that shack was going on from from like 10 p.m. all the way to 4.30 in the morning, right? Almost till sunrise. Oh, like, shit. People are just hanging out afterwards, you know? Right, of course. Just but, like um, chilling. Yeah, and the, and the beaches wouldn't stop. And like everybody's camping all over the place. Oh, dude. There's so many installations. There's so much neon stuff going on. And you're just on a different mind state. Right, 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 right. So you're enjoying all these different things to play with. But the music is everywhere. You can walk through so many stages. And we had a great time because... You can experience bass music, house music. There was disco. There was uh, hip hop. Oh, it's one of my favorite things that I saw, man. The Fungineers, yo. I don't know. Look at those cats. Up. <laughs> I don't even want to talk too much about that because you're gonna be like, wow, this is this is crazy. Like you have to be there. All so, right. Um, just all kinds of good goodies to watch and, and enjoy, that. man. I feel that. That's Met dope. some good heads from uh, international DJs okay. you know, that are doing things. And so, so you're still working out there? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. You're networking without even trying because you're, like, you're making friends. Right, right, and right. That's the best kind of networking when you're experiencing something together. Not just like you go to some mixer. And, you're, you're, and everybody's looking around like, can like, you help who me? Who are you? Can who you are help you? me? Who are you? What do you have to offer me? No, yeah. it's more like we're in the campground. Sharing water or guacamole or like right. you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like you know you're like yo uh, and all of a sudden it ends up being somebody that that you actually heard or listened to right, right? and you're like oh, oh shit oh that's cool you know what's up bro dude, nice to meet you yeah man. man for example uh, I met this dude Matt the Alien he's a dope DJ from Canada okay and that was like a highlight of like people I met right. <laughs> you know because he's just a cool ass dude and that was someone who you like before you uh, met I mean, him you had you had like I had heard and then. I seen him perform, and then I had my respect when I seen him rocking turntables. Because, you know, nowadays, it's kind of a dying breed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, people at electronic festivals as well, they just use the, the flash CDJs, drives, the CDJs, yeah, yeah. you know, a record box. Right. Which is part of the whole deal, man. If you're going to be this, you have to learn it all. You can't just be like, I'm just a. I only do you know, turntables. Turntables, yeah. you know? Now, there's times you show up and they got something else, but. This cat was rocking the tables, and he was cutting it up, you know, and stuff. So and you're like, oh, you're a real one. Yeah, <laughs> and my favorite part of it is he was just a weirdo. <laughs> like, like, like you. Yeah, so we got along. <laughs> Perfect. We're, it was like, word up. Um, but yeah, what else? Lightning in a bottle, man. It's Coachella. It's a, a great place. How did Coachella work as far as, like, sets? Because you, Sofuelo um, had, like, a little block in the opening, right? Uh, and I you mean, and Canyon split it, or how did that work? Yeah, yeah, we just split it up. Uh, but that's almost like... The the stamp right there saying like yeah okay you're on the Coachella lineup you know you got your your, your names on the bill your names on the on the but on the, the dope shit was the disco the dome and shit the shit that you did I was that was just not come about to that, that. I was just gonna come around that dude uh, check it out the real party sometimes at night when you're just ready to go to bed all of a sudden and you're just like oh man I still have it in me you know and it's all you just hear it in the background I thought everything was done and then you start walking towards the campgrounds you're like wait they're still going and all of a sudden these are like the diehard people that are going to party till like 4 and 30 in the morning yeah they're waiting for the sun to come up and they're waiting for the sun to come up and they're and they just they just took whatever they took yeah they're going they're going hard they're going hard at this point they're like this is my 
one weekend that I get out. Yeah, and, man. Uh, yeah. People save up for this, dude. People, yeah, nah, people they, they show up happen. on Thursday. Yeah, that's how it is, man. People show up on Thursday to start camping there, yeah, right? Man. And that's actually the hardest day at the Dome because everybody is lit and day zero. And yeah, they want it to be like, and that's they want called. their Coachella to start already. Day zero at the Dome. If you go on my Instagram and you see day zero at the Dome, like right there, dude, you're going to see like the crowd just going like, doosh, doosh. I wasn't even doing it. They were just like, doosh, they were just ready. They were just ready. They were just so ready. I was like, oh, I love it. There's an alien jumping around, dude. Like all kinds of totems. Yeah, it's just a sea of totems. Sea of totems. Sea of but totems. no, dude, it's incredible. That that day, day zero, for all the DJs that have rocked the campgrounds, they know what I'm talking about, man. You know, shout out to all, to Juice One, shout out to Alfafa, dude, shout out to all the cats, man. All the global people have actually rocked it. Like Late Night Laggers, they rocked it one year as well. You know, it's it's like they, they look around well, and they see what you do need, it. right? Because yeah. you need to be. It's like you have people from all over the world mm-hmm. at Coachella mm-hmm. camping, so you need to have something that everybody can vibe out to, or yeah. else it's not gonna work. Yeah, no, and they bring it, dude. They'll, they'll mix it up. They'll do the global stuff with us. They'll they'll have the house music, like a disco. Yeah, one, right. Yeah, yeah. there was this dope DJ, dude. That I did. did, did his name is DJ Susan. <laughs> I his know. name is DJ his Susan. Name is DJ Susan. I love it though, man. You show up, you're like, you're looking for Susan. You're looking for a little white girl or something. Like, yeah. Like, who's DJ Susan? And all of a sudden, this big dude comes out. He's all, I want to be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was incredible, dude. He was incredible. Uh, he had the vibe going. Everybody was loving him and he was playing just disco-y house that is just like takes into the night yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that was more for the silent disco too when they like, had the headphones yeah they cut it down to the silent disco night you know yeah so anyways those are my experiences right there at coachella you know aside from playing the the main stages and being part of that i think uh the party is basically where 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 you're just walking around experiencing the the moments there yeah 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 and watching all the other artists that you you look up to you know yeah i mean that's one of the coolest things I mean, about coachella I'm, is that it's so diverse I'm a fan, of course you're you always know? yeah always going to be yeah. yeah you can't be a fan you can't be a dj without being a fan of music yeah, cuz you just can't be an artist without yeah, being a fan for you know? sure you got you all influenced by stuff you know all right i got 10 minutes left and there's Dude. there's a couple of things i want to touch still <laughs> You hey. got to DJ with Be Real. <laughs> you got to DJ with Be Real. You got to use uh, I saw a little video. Oh, uh, no, and no, also, no, no, like, no. That, that makes no. it sound like I did a show with him. I mean, no, you, had a, no, you, no. You, you were doing something with him. And no, also, dude, you, had this, that. you had the Cypress <laughs> Hill cat come oh, yeah, through, yeah, yeah. too. You know? Okay, so, like, so yeah. the connection with that right now is that I've been rocking with uh, Eric Bobo. Eric, Eric Bobo. Bobo is our percussionist. Okay. He's a solid member of Cypress Hill since the beginning of Cypress Hill. Yeah, I read Canyon's you know. little essay, historical, whatever. Yeah, so Eric Bobo is also the son of, a, of Willie, a Bobo. Willie Bobo, which is a, a legendary yeah. jazz, Latin yeah, jazz Latin musician, jazz, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. So the connection there just keeps going as far as like, whoa, you know, this cat came to some of our subsuelo parties and he was digging the vibe. So we had the idea to be like, yo, well, I'm pretty sure you have... played his dad's music a lot. Some Dude, I've, I've right. sampled it before. Yeah. Yeah, to course. make my beats at home yeah, and shit yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. you know? And uh, But, you know, he comes up and we're like, hey, let's let's do a set where you come and rock it with me and and do this. And, and he doesn't really get a chance to rock to Latin music because he's, he's always, always busy doing yeah. Cypress Hill. Yeah, right, right, right. They tour so much, man. I don't know if you've ever seen their tour schedule. Nah. They're incredibly busy, dude. They're just, they're just in town for a little bit and then they just go on a European world tour to the moon. Like, <laughs> to the moon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they go everywhere, dude. You know what I'm saying? But the, 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 the thing about Eric Bobo is that he, he is super humble and super eager to still 
carry his own congas to our little shows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just say little because compare to what, what to, they to do what those they do, huge festivals. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't sound like that, you know? No, and yeah, and yeah. We, we keep it true, too, you yeah, know? Yeah, of course, yeah. And, like, you know, to have him just be like, yeah, I'm set up, I can't wait to do this. And, and, uh, and now we get to also play some original tracks that we've been producing. He got some of his own uh, cumbia tracks, and we got some of our stuff that Subsuelo's produced. So I mix it all up there, and it becomes our show, you know? It becomes right, a right, good right. Show. Yeah, yeah. So, and so you're a producer as well? What? And you no, make I don't NPC. And NPC. Yeah, yeah, I've done yeah. some beats, made some beats, you know? Especially for uh, one of my, my homegirls, uh, Jay Ross, one of the homegirls that I started like, all this music with like all this music career when it started getting into some more in industry stuff right she was the first one that we actually started doing uh, uh big shows for example like opening for uh ozo Motley at the time or or opening for karis one right you know? yes like and legends uh, you know legends you know like putting uh, the first time immortal technique came to la like we opened for him like oh, that shit. kind of stuff yeah you know? yeah, yeah uh also with a dope crew called chinky eye that was putting together all the hip-hop shows at that time like early 2000s you know we were we uh were like there there to go to crew to open and also my crew of djs at the time 38 cal Dude, there's so many people, like Handprints, you know, my boy Ops, you know, Waxworks, Beats of All Nations. Oh, man, dude, we could just keep going and going of, like, how many people have been a part of this influence. And, and I know we talked a lot about random, almost kind of superficial, you know, Coachella kind of shit, you know, but, yo... The realness from all that just comes from 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 the core, you know, from being true and and being like uh, hungry for and just being real to it, like not having a plan B, saying like I am an artist, I am a DJ, I am a, I want to do this for life, you know. Right. Yeah. So just involve yourself and 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 rock it, you know. So that's what I learned with J. Ross. That was like, oh man, you know, this is great. I would love to tour all the time. You know, and rock with different MCs and different styles. And uh, if you get a chance, check her out, man. She's an incredible MC's lyricist. Like, she'll flip on you. Big up to Project Bloat for, for creating a lot of dope, dope, dope MCs out there, you know. People that opened up the door for us, man, all those cats. I could drop names all day, but no, I for real. <laughs> How much time we have left? Five minutes. So I want to talk about this gatekeeper thing, and then I want it, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in context real quick because the same way you talk about Eric Bobo is the same way I feel about you. Like, even though you've done all this big superficial shit, like you still keep it real. You're still humble. You're still like you know cats that are coming up. You're still like trying to take them under their wing, and like you're 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 one of the people that open up the window for for other folks now you know like facing bartles were on here talking about how you you know some swallows put them on big stages yeah. and help them fucking rap so like um like do you feel like that's an issue right now in the industry like but not enough people are trying to open up doors and windows and like or do you feel like that's just how it is i mean it just i think it's also a matter of serendipity like where you're at in in the place and time like if 
you know, Faison Barlow's just happened to be at the right place at the right time as well. You know, I'm not saying that it could have been anybody. I'm saying that they were there and they're hungry and they're ready and they're and they had already material. They're they're they want outlets, and our party happened to fit their style. Right. You know, so even though our party, we've had all kinds of MCs come through from all kinds of languages as well. Even people that you wouldn't think you would see as Usuelo, like AC Alone or some cats from Jurassic 5 or something. You right, know? right, right. But when Face and Barlow's came through, they got that, that, that swag, that, that, you know, world that, sound, that world yeah. sound that, that we're doing. So it was perfect at the time they showed up and they're just like, yo, you know, I'm like, yo, you guys need to start this rap over here. And then they came to the party and he felt at home. They're like, oh, there's right. cigars and rum. Yeah. Like, oh. You know, that's what's up. So in that particular thing, it's like having a platform for artists that, that can, you know, do their thing and are ready and prepared is very important and, and being able to share it with the world because you got to hand it down to people, man. You can't just hoard it all to yourself. Yeah, no, man. yeah, no. <laughs> and it goes, same goes with a lot of artists that I've rocked with, man. They've taken me under their wings, dude. Like, you know, there's... You're just, so you're just paying it forward, kind yeah, of. Yeah, man, paying forward. That's the only way it goes, man. I mean, dude, let me just go online real quick. Like, like J. Ross, Boca Floja, uh, Karis One took me, uh, freaking Nina Dios, Ceci Bastida, Ana Tiju, dude. She was a major, major, major one that took me around in my first uh, world, uh, tours, you know. And uh, Racas, you know, it, it just keeps going. I could just name all these MCs, you know. Foxy One, we have an album, too, you know. It just came out. Um, uh, Recently, just working with all, I, you know, I work with a lot of female MCs, dude. That was a big, big, big thing for me, too, that I was, like, the to-go-to guy to, like, the people would trust me and be like, yo, you know. This, this was this solid, yeah. This was solid, you know. He's not he, a creep. He rocks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, opening that door and, and to, to, to that. or Not even just opening that door. I don't have a door. They just wanted to rock, you know. And, yeah. and it's like a... a, a it's like a, a, a natural thing. Right. You know? So an hour is not enough, man, to talk about all these people that have been part of my life, you know? And, right. And if I miss anybody else, like semiotics and <laughs> other cats. and Not on trip. Well, we'll, uh, don't trip, dude. We'll do another one. I think we're going to do one more and we'll just do get another into some one, other questions. And man. I'll listen to this one and I'll make sure we don't talk about anything dude, we talked it's about. Just, <laughs> it's just so much, dude. The next time, we'll just do it, do yeah. it differently yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, nah, thank you, though. No, of course, man. I just Honestly, I just wanted to touch this big shit because to me, it's like like this whole thing is about trying to like inspire people. Yeah. And I want people to see that you're just a normal dude. Dude. There's nothing like, no, no offense, but like there's nothing special true. about you. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> No, my mom thinks so. You're super. You know? I mean, you're, you're a hard worker. You're talented. You get down. You have fucking. You just want to want to do a million it. records, like whatever. You but just like, want to have to do it. Yeah, just, yeah. That's all you want. You just gotta get up in the morning and be like, I wanna, I want to do this. I, I am this. Yeah. I am this. It's a switch in your brain between I'm gonna try or I'm gonna do it. It's a switch in your brain between I, I'm, I want to be or I am. Right. Like you give no, you don't give yourself the choice to not be. Like right. just. 
Just go out there and do it. And I you're am. just going to get better at it. Do, 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 you know? Yeah, as long as you put in the time. Exactly. The it's just work and practice. All right, man. Thank you for this awesome conversation. <laughs> uh, every Sunday at Kanya. That's right. Subsuelo Sundays. Subsuelo Sundays. Subsuelo Sundays. There's an 11-hour party going on. Oh, this? my gosh. <laughs> Next week. Yes, Memorial. 11-hour, 12-hour party. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be doing... Uh, you a rocker at Nova Kane again tomorrow. Fucking Southeast LA's emo night. It's gonna be a weekly now, so if y'all wanna come and cry with me, show up. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I yeah. also got Huevecito every Thursday. Oh yeah, Subsuelo. at the Virgil. At the Virgil in Silver Lake. And all these things are free, right? Oh yeah. RSVP. Oh yeah. You just want people to have a good just time come and, by, and hang out, dance dude. and yeah, be bring beautiful. Your, bring your dancing shoes. Your you hear that, Brittany? Bring your dancing shoes. Your dancing shoes. You got dancing shoes. What? What color are they? Brittany doesn't have dancing shoes. <laughs> oh, they're yellow. Yeah, she's all about they're that yellow. yellow. That's not sunshine. That's life. That's all right, good. man. Uh, I'll be here. Wait, are we having a show next week? It's Memorial Day. Nah, no she ain't going to be here. You're going to show up. All right. <laughs> that happened last year, actually. <laughs> I showed up and no one was here. She's going to be at our yeah. party. Remember I was supposed to drive to San Diego? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. So I guess this is my last show. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I guess. Hey, dude, I couldn't think of a better guest, though. Can honestly. I keep this, though? No, no, no. This stays at the after party. No, that's not mine. That's oh, not no. mine. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Brittany. It's the last time I say this. Take us out.